0: If you want to bring out the best in michael tell him he can't do something or he can't do it as good as somebody else and uh, i think that he takes it as a personal challenge to go out and do it just to prove you wrong
1: this is the creative coaching podcast with mike lopez where we showcase coaches leaders influencers journeys and experiences so you can be inspired and work to get better every day follow us on twitter at creative coach 47 on IG at Creative Coaching Podcast. listen on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, rate and review. We really appreciate that. So here we go. Today's guest is J.R. Blount. Coach Blount is an assistant coach for the men's team at Colorado State University. We talked to him today about impacting the game about being a trusted voice, to be up front, and to build trust and build relationships. Hope you enjoy this podcast and you look to get better every day. Welcome to the podcast, Coach.
0: How you doing, Mike, man? appreciate you having me.
1: Coach Blount, I really appreciate you taking the time and making the time to be on, especially right now during your conference tournament. And uh, you guys are rolling, and hopefully you continue to have that success and, and on into the tournament, so the overall tournament. And uh so yeah man just thank you for making the time and taking the time.
0: Absolutely man I appreciate appreciate you having me on man we're trying to keep it rolling here man you know it's you see all these these crazy games at this at this time of year it's like I just watched Georgetown beat Villanova so you know we <laughs> just got to take it one one game at a time man. Yeah
1: there's no favorites quite honestly. Right
0: just, it's just, done just, all that's over with. Yeah
1: yeah that's a that's a y'all, you know y'all win the Mountain West and all that. And that's great. It's a great accomplishment gets, you know, coach Medved gets coach of the year, man, mm-hmm. everything's going and rolling. And so, yeah, you know, all good things and hopefully more good things to come. So I'm going right. to, I'm going to open up like I do every podcast coach and that. How are you introduced to the game of basketball?
0: Yeah, man, from a young age, it was my father, um, who, who I still talk to every, every day, especially every game day, just kind of getting his insight and, you know, he was a basketball coach and he coached a lot of the youth um, in Milwaukee where, where I grew up and from, from that time I just remember hanging around at his practices and he was coaching 16, 17 year old kids and just fell in love with the game and then, you know, watching Michael Jordan as I grew up and um, just just kind of stuck with it and then uh, I was blessed and, and lucky enough to be able to play the game at a high level and just kind of Stay with it, and then when when the ball stopped bouncing, for me personally, it was it was just to get into coaching and stay around the game, and that's something that I love. So I, I've been blessed to have this opportunity, and a lot of opportunities that this, this game has given me.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Now you're from Milwaukee. So when you were watching MJ, you're more watching him torture your Bucks.
0: Bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what you were that, watching. That's what, that's what I vividly remember. Um, you know, yeah. and then I kind of, you know, I obviously was a Bucks fan, and then just Gary Payton ended up being my favorite because he was he was on the West Coast, and I was like, well, at least Michael Jordan doesn't have to play against him until <laughs> the the championship where he would just destroy the Sonics, but. um but yeah, it was it was just different, and then you know, just kind of seeing Kobe as he went through his his prime, and yeah. you know the similarities of him. Kobe is my favorite player at all times. So, yeah. but you know, those guys just kind of keep me keep me humbled and, and influenced in the game right now.
1: That's great. Now you talk about your time as a player, and you know, having played in college and played professionally. What was yeah. your your experience as a player like? How did you look at the game through your lens? Because I mean a guy like you who's good in college played pro ball like that means you had some juice and like you had something going on but what was your experience in all that and how did you see that
0: yeah you know i mean it started in high school i played played dominican high school um where won two state championships and played for for a coach that really prepared us for the college level and uh kind of the way we went about it and uh, practice every day and we had walkthroughs and shoot arounds, day games. So, you know, I thought I thought I went into college and I was prepared to to compete and, you know, it's one thing my, my my parents always instilled in me is just have that competitive drive and I think that's something that I bring to the table as a coach and um, you know, so playing at at the college level and having the opportunity to play professionally, it, it was all a blessing for me, but it was it was more just about my love for the game and just kind of infatuation with with just being able to compete, man. And you know that's something that that I still have to this day. I'm just not very good at basketball anymore.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I hear that from certain dudes, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but that competitive that competitive drive doesn't go anywhere. It really no, doesn't. That doesn't leave You gotta, you just gotta learn how to channel it. Because that right. competitive drive can get you, you know, laid up in a hospital bed because
0: you tore yep. something. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's I, what, I try to stay out, of, stay out of the paint nowadays. I'm just like, okay, if I, if I feel like I made a good move, then I'll just shoot a jump shot and see if that goes. If not, hey, I got to take the L.
1: Yeah, no, man, if Michael Jordan had to restructure his game, why not us, right? right. That's how it goes. Yep. So, you yeah. know, you talked about staying in the game earlier and coaching to stay in the game. Well, who or what would you consider like the biggest influence for you to go into coaching?
0: Yeah. You know, I think, um, th- probably the the single biggest influence for me is, uh, my, my mentor I call Lance Randall, who's the head coach at division two school of St. Leo university now. And he was an assistant coach when I was at Loyola university playing. And, um, actually he helped me get my, professional job overseas and then he got a job a head coaching job he called me I remember I was sitting in my in my room in England and he's like hey man like I know you're playing but would you be interested in, in coming in here and coaching and I was like I don't know and then you know I just kind of like like man that doesn't sound too bad it was in Florida you know it was it was an opportunity to step right in and you know be one of the top assistants and you know, I ended up kind of Branching out and taking taking a little leap of faith with that, and, and it ended up paying out dividends for me. And you know, he he propelled me and, and just kind of put me under his wing. And then he he made the calls that got me to Drake, and um, just he, he's done so much for me. So within the coaching realm of things, you know, he, he's the single the single guy that I that I'm always going to call and always be thankful for, and feel like I owe something to him forever for that.
1: Yeah, there's always those people in our lives that, you know, that help us to to maybe understand where our next move is going to be, yeah, yeah. E- even though at the time we're thinking, nah, I'm still good, right? At what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, I'm still hooping, man. Yeah. Right, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know later, and and that's and that yeah, takes exactly. con- that takes connection, man. That takes knowing people yeah. and having relationships, because sometimes and that's like our parents. Our parents they know right. best. You know, I, I always think that, like, there's times where I listen to my dad even to this day, and I'm like, you know, okay, okay. I thought I had, <laughs> I thought I had the right game right. plan.
0: But. Uh, exactly, right. <laughs> and he gave me a whole new perspective. You know, yeah. my dad said something about, he said something about the game today, and I was like, man, hey, I didn't even think about that. And, it, and, I, and It's supposed to be my scout. I'm like, man, yeah, you're right. And, I, and then I go and say it in front of the team and sound smart. i like, yeah, uh, I'm not going to give my dad no credit for that. But, yeah, you know, no. that was probably a pretty good one.
1: Yeah, no, nah, man. That's that's uh, wisdom. Wisdom at its finest. Now, uh, sure. I want to ask you, Coach, do you recall a memorable moment of your first experience as a coach? Because going from player to coach, there's always that moment where it's like, okay, I'm not a player anymore. Yeah. I I, I'm, I got some, I'm not clout, but some authority.
0: Right. No, you know, I do. I, I remember um, after I graduated, I ended up going to GA Wisconsin, Stevens Point, and Um, the second game of the year we played, uh, I believe it was Wisconsin lacrosse, and I had the scouting report, and I had never done a scouting report before. I mean, I had obviously had some in college from the coaches that they had given me, so I was trying to emulate that. And, you know, we ended up winning the game, um, and and I just kind of felt afterward, I was like, man, I I actually really attributed to this win. You know, I watched the film, I broke it down, I presented it to the team, and – you know, I think that was the first time where I actually felt like, okay, like I'm really having an impact on winning games besides just putting the ball in the hole or, or, or assisting somebody or rebounding or something like that. And you know, I kinda really enjoyed that. It was a it was a sense of gratification that I had that I was like, Man, I really I really feel like I'm helping these young men achieve their goals and, and that's kinda why I stuck with it. Yeah um in the long run here.
1: That's great. You know, having an impact in any aspect of of what we're interested in not just a job not just a position not just a title right uh that's really the next level of that whatever you're experiencing at the moment and mm-hmm. to be able to experience that you know even at, even at whatever level uh just helps you to understand you're doing the right thing like this is it i'm not no doubt. I, this is no not doubt. just a, a some kind of uh, experiment this is really right. happening. so that's great man that's really good because uh, sometimes we we doubt ourselves, we doubt like we made the right choice, yeah. and I think that kind of removed all doubt. Now, oh, no doubt, like at your previous your previous coaching stops, like you're talking about with uh, with you Dub, uh, what is it, Stevens Point? Like yeah. when you won a national championship there at the Division three yeah. level, that's crazy. It's right out the box yeah. as a GA being a part <laughs> of that. How how did, how did the, how did that your other coaching experiences? Uh, help you do to, to be where you're at right now at Colorado State.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, obviously like you said, uh, the national championship at Stevens Point was, was surreal and um such a blessing, man. It was it's my first coaching job and I'm like, oh man, this is easy. Like sure, <laughs> like come out, man. We I mean we were we were number one in the nation for, I mean, I think fifteen weeks of the season and, wow. and um you know, it was, it was, we, it was a senior led team. And, yeah. you know, when I got there coming from division one, I was like, Oh, okay. These guys are okay. Like, and then, <laughs> you know, as as it, it kind of went on, I was like, man, these guys are pretty good. Like, like <laughs> man, they might've beat us. Like, yeah. and uh, you know, we started playing games and, and it was just like, they just were so mature and they just coached each other and, and you know, practices were just ultra competitive. And I was like, wow like we I, I feel like we're pretty good like yeah. and uh we ended up losing a game to our rival Wisconsin Whitewater in the middle of the season and i was like oh okay like you know we're decent but you know whatever and after that i mean i, I mean we probably won 10 games in a row had another little slip up another seven game winning streak and um we go on to win a national championship and you know it, that really shaped how how I want to have my teams play it was just an unselfish brand of basketball I mean all those guys were just about winning and it was about the next day and getting better in practice and it, it was so authentic that it didn't even come from the coaching staff really it was more just about those guys and how they wanted to achieve their goals and um, you know that's something I really took with me and from there I went and played professionally for a little bit and got to St. Leo with coach Randall and um, then to Drake where, you know, St. Leo, we had success and Drake, my first three years we weren't very successful, we were losing. And, um, you know, that was also some of the time that I learned the most too, man, just, just losing games and, you know, figuring out, okay, this, this doesn't work or this is a tough situation, how to get through this and battle that. And, Um, then being able to stay on with Coach Medved when he got to Drake and now here having some success at Colorado State. So it's been a journey, but but it's been something where I've just been encouraged to learn more and more every year. And I just feel like constantly figuring new things out. So it's been great, man.
1: That's awesome. That means that every every spot you were in, every place you've been to, had some impact on your life as well. Absolutely. And and that's – that's what I think we all search for because in the coaching world, you know, there's going to be a change of, of scenery at some point, Yeah, you know, you yeah. know, you know, it's not going to be that way forever. So while you're there, you know, make it the big time, have a good time, uh, enjoy it, have an impact, make a difference, all those things. So it all sounds right. like that was, that was had. Now I want to ask you the program that you're in right now with Colorado state, how do you feel like you're adding value? Because I think a lot of people, they see coaches on the sideline and, and they just see the head coach. A lot of times they see, mm-hmm. you see him pounding on the floor, the assistants, they, from time to time, get into that huddle and interject some things. But for the most part, they see, you know, the assistant kind of just, you know, they're charting stuff, maybe have a clipboard. Right. How, how do you feel you add value to the program?
0: You know, I think our, our staff is very complete and balanced, man. I know you have talked to Ali and, um, you know, and, and he, he does a great job at, with our offensive game plan, you know, and I think Coach Medved does a great job of kind of, um, you know, divvying up, you know, different roles for different assistants, but then all coming together to culminate, you know, what, what will be the end product. And, you know, Ali and, and our ops guy Aaron do a great job with the offense, and myself and Coach Storch and our other assistants do through the defense so you know that that's probably if, if you were to if you were to d- devise our roles you know I, I'm on the defensive end and you know we, we we come together as a staff and say hey like these are the offensive actions we want to run this is the defensive things we want to do to schematically try to beat our opponent and then we bring them all together but you know it, it's really a credit to coach Medved because he does allow us to have such a big voice. So, you know, we'll go through segments of practice where, you know, I'm leading something, Ali's leading something, Coach Thorson is. And that way our guys hear and and trust all of our voice. So, you know, in the games, you know, if if there's a timeout, it may be Coach Medved, but then the next one may be myself or Ali or Coach Thorson just interjecting and providing that different voice that guys can trust and they know because they hear it every day in practice too.
1: Yeah. No, they reaffirm each other. You know, yeah. it's not, a, it's you're not hearing something different. You're hearing a different voice maybe and it may be a different tone, but it's all the same. It's all the same stuff. Like you talked about, right. shout out to Aaron, man. Like Aaron was the one yeah. who uh, who connected me with Ali to begin with. So shout yeah. out to Aaron Katsuma. He did a great job. The, yep. the big dog on the rise. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. The different voices, the trusted voices, I think that's one thing as coaches, we always have to find our voice, and then we have to find our voice with our players, uh, so yep. so that they, you know, they hear us, they know it. It's it's like my kids. I don't. There's things I don't even have to say, and they look at my face and they know what I'm saying.
0: Yep. Hey, <laughs> so, I, I know. I I got that too.
1: <laughs> so you once once you get to that point, you really build a rapport and a relationship that goes even further, and that's great, man. And and I like to hear that that's what's going on now. When you when you think about uh, keeping your players engaged and prepared during the season, because the season's been so topsy turvy, scheduling's been crazy, yeah. pauses everywhere. How have y'all done that? You know, how have y'all been able to keep everybody engaged and, and prepared and focused?
0: You know, I think the the first thing was, and, and before the season started this summer, you know, we doing all the Zoom calls with our guys, and we told them straight up, like, hey, like. This is gonna be a year that's different than no other year, yeah, and yeah. you know it could be something where we're just like, oh man, like we're dwelling on it, or it could be something that you embrace. And it's like, hey, like this is gonna be a different year, but we're gonna make it the best year possible and the best year that that we can have as a as a program. And yeah. our guys have just embraced that. You know, we 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 were man, we were four days away from going to play a game and against uh, some Pac twelve teams and boom, we you know, we get hit with some with an outbreak basically in our program and wow. it, it it was it was bad timing, you know, but in a sense our guys are just like, okay, you know, they they took a day, they're kinda of, oh man, like we are out for two weeks and we missed, you know, some games, but then hey, it was about, okay, who do we play next? Like who do we got next? And, you know, we responded to that and, 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 and took it with a with a positive note and you know what happened to us we were playing new mexico at home warmed up went out there 30 minutes before the game they said hey calling the game mm. coach one of one of their coaches you know was sick and um we think he might have it boom called the game called the series and two days later we we're gonna play nevada and right before two days before we were getting on the plane, hey nevada's got covid like they're out to series is off, so we're like, Jeez. man, we're off for we're off for three weeks, and and we had nothing to do with it, yeah. But our guys were able to embrace it, man. We're like, hey, okay, we got to get better. Like we have to get better before us for the long term of everything. And, and you know, I think just being upfront with them and letting them know that there was a possibility that that could happen in the beginning, um you know, was able to. I think that kind of sustained them, and You know, obviously the mental well-being is is a huge factor in all that, too. It's just like, you know, you want to make sure these guys are having a good time. And, you know, I thought Coach Medved did a great job of that. Like, hey, like, we're going to be as connected as we can. And obviously it's about basketball, but more importantly, it's about us, you know, coming together as a basketball family and making sure everything's handled in the right way. So it's been good for us so far, man.
1: Yeah, being up front, man, I like that. I like I like yeah. that because a lot of times uh, <clears throat> when I hear about situations come up in certain programs, there's not a lot of upfrontness, if you will. I know it's not a word, right. but it is right now. Uh, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of dancing around issues. There's a lot of sugarcoating because they don't want anybody to transfer out or right. get hurt, their feelings hurt or whatever. But when you're upfront with people, man, you know it's easy. It's easy because yeah. you, you don't have to cover anything up. And you can move forward with with an understanding that my their you know my best interest is in mind and these guys are going to take care of me even if it's exactly. something I didn't want to hear. I know they're going to tell me. So that's that's great, man. And, you know, here again, like you said earlier, this year's been crazy. It's been a year unlike any other, and uh, you know, y'all have had success. So that's great, and I and that's why I asked that question because I'm talking yep. to, I'm talking to a coach from a team that won their conference, you know, in the regular season. So yeah. I want to know, how did you do that? Because, yeah, it's, it's, right, it's right. something to behold, yeah. So when I when I think about leadership, I think about, you know, as a coach, how am I impacting my players' lives, not just with mm-hmm. my words, but my actions. So what is one of the most important components of leadership that you've had to apply during this time?
0: You know, the, during this time, I think one of the most important ones is trust. Um, you know, and I think guys – the the relationships that you build, first of all, through recruiting kids and getting them to come to your program, and then when they get there, having that relationship even heightened because you're around them every day is very important. Yeah. And for us as a staff, like, we're super selective of which kids we want to recruit, who we're going to offer because, you know, Coach Medvale says scholarships are like gold. Yeah. And, you know, the trust factor that you build with these kids, with their parents, with their surrounding people, their support and all that is, is a big thing. And I think that's something that's really coming into play now in this unique time is, like, if a kid doesn't trust you, they don't trust – if their parents don't trust you, and, and because there are going to be situations where, hey, like we had this year, like, my kids on, on campus, in class virtually, but you haven't played a game in, you know, 17 days. What's going on? Yeah. Like You know, and kids have got to be like, hey, like, coach said, hey, we're going to get better. Like, we're going to stay connected. It's going to be okay. Like, you know, as opposed to, like, you could get a kid where they're like, hey, they don't trust you. Like, man, like, this ain't worth it. Like, I'm, I'm opting out. Or, you know, like, it's like, yeah, hey, you know, and it's like, oh, man, like, you, people are like, oh, I wonder why that kid did that. Or, well, I think a lot of the reasons that kids don't trust the players don't trust the coaches like you know and I think that's a huge thing and um so that that's my biggest thing with leadership is like the trust that we can instill in our guys goes 10 times longer than hey I'm gonna draw up a play for you to make five threes like mm-hmm. you know if they know they can come to us and it's just like hey coach I'm not I'm not feeling the best today or hey coach I got I got this that I'm dealing with or that I'm dealing with it know that we're going to provide a sensible answer and a solution to what they have. Like, I think that goes a long long way.
1: That's great. Yeah. You know, you mentioned something about, you know, how people view programs and what's going on with a player and they're trying to figure it out. Like, I wonder what happened. The coach pulled him. I wonder what happened. That kid transferred. You know, a lot of that is trust issues. A lot of that. I mean, I was watching a game earlier today. And a, and the coach pulls a guy who was like hitting like on the money, and then takes mm-hmm. him out. And some people would say, "Man, what's wrong with him? That kid was was doing well." You don't know what was said in that huddle. Right? <laughs> you <tomorrow>. don't know <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've experienced players like that, and you get into the huddle, mm-hmm. they're saying, "You know, give me the damn ball." And they're like, "No, no, yeah, no, give no, me the no. ball more." Like, yeah, no, no, right. no. no, no. <laughs> that's not how we got there. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's that's all about trust. Because a player who trusts his teammates isn't going to have to say that. They know. Exactly. They understand that. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Because that is a real uh, kind of uh, – it's a real subject that I don't think most people, yeah. especially onlookers, they never consider. Right. They really don't. Exactly. So I want to ask you, you know, how important is Coach Medved's feedback? Because when your head coach gives you feedback for your improvement, Uh, how how does Mm -hmm. that that mean something to every assistant it should rather because you're talking the common theme about everything you're saying is get better get better so as a coach to get better and then he gives you his feedback how how important is that for you
0: oh man it's 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 the most vital thing you can get really um in order to improve and and that's always what you want to do it you know for me personally I'm I'm like man, what can I do just just tell me and I'm going to try to do it. And and coach and I have formulated that relationship after four years where he knows I'm like that. And he knows that whatever, whatever he says, like I'll take it and try to do it and try to do it 10 times better because I take it as a challenge. And that goes back to kind of that competitive drive that we talked about earlier. It's just like, so I, I take all the feedback he can give and, you know, coaches coaches told me, Hey, like you can be a head coach one day. Like, you got to be more vocal. Like, you can do this, you can do that. And, you know, I take all those things, I write them down in my notebook, and I read them every day. And, you know, you go out and you try to, you try to, you know, perform those things. You know, you try to execute exactly what's going on. It's just like a game plan for a player. Like, hey, man, he can't go left. Well, I know I got to sit on his left hand, and I I can't allow him to to go to his right hand. Like, you know, and it's like that, taking that execution and then applying it is the same thing I do with the feedback that coach gives to us, and it's like, okay, this is what coach wants. This is how coach thinks I can be better. I need to do those things.
1: Yeah, no, super important. To, especially just from a common sense point of view, like the guy who hired you and brought you on. You right. May want to, you may want to do what they're telling you to do, but you know, here again, it seems like that's a that's automatically kind of in somebody's thought process. However, some guys think that they know more than the head coach because right. they don't got all that heat. It's a little, it's, yeah, a, sure. it's a little cooler. A couple seats down or the seat even next to the head coach. Exactly. When you get into that main chair, that's a that's just a lot more. It's so,
0: a different deal, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so I I think that's great that you're able to take that feedback because you know once if any head coach tells you 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 if you want to become a head coach you're on your way. And, and they give you any affirmation like that, take, a, take that run with it like you're doing, write it down, read yeah. it back to yourself, and and just, you know, become the best at whatever you're, knowing your role, you know, right. doing the best you can do. And so that's great. Now, we kind of talked a little bit about mental health, or you brought it up, I should say. Yep. And, and I just want to know from you, how important is the mental health of, of you, first of all, the team, and then the staff?
0: Yeah, you know, it, it's extremely important, and... I, I may say I was a little ahead of the curve because my wife is a mental health counselor. Nice. So nice. She, she, you know, she's been before, even all you know, the, the COVID stuff happened. She's been talking to me and stressing to me about the importance of, you know, being in a mentally good space and all that. And, mm-hmm. you know, making sure to check in with your guys and, you know, not to say that I, I didn't listen to her before. She tells me a lot of stuff, so it's kind of you know, I make sure I listen to everything. But <laughs> yeah, um, <you> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but you know, when this really hit, you know, she was like, "Hey, like I'm just telling you, like make sure your guys are good. Check in with them all the time. You know, even when you know they that you you think they're doing good, you know, make sure that they're still good. And yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so that that that's been really. It's been really good for me because I get that affirmation from her at home where it's just, Hey, okay, like, are you doing good? How's your day? How's the team? How's everything? And then she's like, How's the guys? And you know, I can actually respond in a in a in an authentic way because, you know, I go back, Hey man, you good? Like, how are things going? How's home? Like how's school? Like, how's class? You know, and get into those conversations where they're like, Yeah, coach, you know, we're everything's virtual, it's online, you know, and then I can ask follow-up questions and, you know, just invest with these guys. I think that's the, the important thing is they need to know that you're invested in them and then they become more comfortable. And I think all that attributes to a positive mental health factor because this year is different. Like it, it's different and, and things have been, you know, up and down and nothing's been really consistent. It's hard to get a routine and a regimen of things that you really want to do and accomplish. So, mental health right now for for us and our players and our staff is is super important you know and it's like hey like you gotta we gotta make sure that first and foremost we're in a great space because if we're not then it's going to be hard to be successful and I think that we've been able to do that and formulate that space just through positive vibes and talking and connection through our team and you know that that's formed a good chemistry and I think that that's all attributed to to our positive mental health as well. Yeah.
1: Building trust, like you said earlier in relationships, yep. I mean, you can't build any of those things. You can't help anybody with their mental health, uh, right. it, you know, covertly or, or straight up. If you don't know, if you do not have a relationship with them, you, they, exactly. they will not live that you have an inroad into their life. If you don't care or they don't think you care. Cause like, exactly. like the saying goes, they don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care.
0: Yeah. Right, no
1: doubt about it. You know, and and I'm sure your wife uh, tells you that too. I mean, those that's that's the beauty of this whole mental health thing. Like I jump, I've jumped into it for years already now, where I've been more of a mental uh, performance type coach than anything, and so now it's coming out even even a hundredfold from the time I started, and I'm seeing it. I'm, I'm so thankful that coaches are you know pursuing more knowledge and more information and methods. And, and and even even self talk for themselves stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a space that we all need to grow in as leaders, and and, and more for ourselves. Quite honestly, right? If we're not good. What does it matter? Like, yeah, exactly. We can't help anybody. So yeah, that's great. Now speaking of your wife, uh, and your family, or whoever your support system is, coach, how important is that for you? You know, kind of going through this season and your career overall.
0: Oh man, it's. One hundred percent, one of the most important things, you know, that the the support system of my wife, first and foremost, uh, obviously, like we touched on in this profession is, you know, you could be one place one year. You could be, you know, five thousand miles away the next year. And, you know, you you hope you hope for that consistency. But at at some point, you know, you're you're going to be moving like, you know, and my wife's been great Two young daughters, five and three that 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 are awesome and just uh, Mm -hmm. just the. just the life of the, the heart the heart of my life and you know my, my mother and father are both very supportive her mother and father so we, we've been blessed to be able to have that support system that is just 100 percent in our corner and um it, it, it's vital man it's essential to have it because you know good or bad day I can come home to my daughters and they don't care if you won or lost, like they still think you're the best. And, yeah, yeah. You know, my 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 mom is like that too. Like we lost in the bat on a Buzzer beat the other day she she sent me a text Probably The first text I got I was like, Great game, keep your head up, you know, seven thousand emojis and I'm like, Oh man, like <laughs> but it but it's hard, you know, you kinda look at it and you're you're upset but then you're like, All right, like, hey, it is what it is, you know, yeah, and yeah. um you can always learn from it. But, you know, my support system is great and Something that I really, really, really am, am am happy for and lucky to have. And it, it's all been a blessing for me.
1: That's great. Now, man, our, our families, our support system, they have a real way of providing perspective. Because uh, then we yeah. we, we really understand what's most important at the end of it all. And I think it goes back no, to what you said great. about trust and relationships. Like, you know, if you build, you build those things with any human being, especially those right. who maybe have birthed you like your mother, right? <laughs> who have raised right. you like your father, and then yep. who, put, and who put up with you like your wife and your yep. kids, Uh, you know, I, I, I get it, man. It's a good thing, and that's great that you have that because I think more people need to really come to terms with who their support system is and how important mm-hmm. it is and not take it for granted because uh, there's, there's a lot of people who don't have that or don't even know they have that. And so that's great. Right, exactly. So I want to ask you, you know, unequivocally, Coach Blount, why do you do what you do?
0: You know, for me, it's always been the same. Um, And it's been – I always came into coaching, one, because I love the game of basketball, but two, because I love the development of individuals. And – for me it's like when I when I can coach college basketball um, and see boys come into school as 17 18 year old boys and develop into young men um, it, it's a privilege for me and it's something that I really cherish and you know it, it's it, it's seeing the success of our young men because those are the future of our society yeah. and I feel like I feel like I, by coaching, even though even though it's a sports thing, and you know, it's so much bigger than that. And it's it's like, hey, you man, you get a kid to graduate and get to a degree, and all of a sudden he gets a master's, and he's running a business, and then mm-hmm. that business is helping society. And all of a sudden you're like, hey man, like I had a small imprint on that. Yeah. You know, I got an impact on the future of the world because I'm helping build some leaders. Wow. And. And that, that that's what's important to me, and that that's that's why I got into it in the first reason. And I felt like the coaches that I had, especially in college, pushed me to that. Where even at the end of the day, you know, when I would go into their offices, rarely will we talk about basketball. It's like, hey man, what how are your academics? And you know, there'd be a joke or two, and it's like, hey man, get that degree, man, finish some books. Like you're gonna be this, you're gonna be that. Like yeah. you can do this and you know, that always stuck with me because I was like, well, that's, that was the real reason why I was there, you know, and that was the real reason why I trusted those those people to coach me, and that's how I want to be seen, and, you know, as somebody that's helping impact, you know, the, the, the future of, of our society and of our nation and hopefully our world.
1: That's a big, big worldview. Like, I, th- yeah. I think sometimes we get so caught up and inundated with self that we forget about others to the degree that, if we have an impact on their life, you know, I, I've always seen it this way. Those young men that I've led and I've mentored in the past, I'm like, I'm not just mentoring them. I'm mentoring their grandkids. I'm mentoring right, their kids right. because they're probably going to yeah. say something that I said, and hopefully exactly. it's not, you know, hopefully it's not junk. Hopefully it's not, <laughs> right, you know, yeah, like junk advice like, yeah, you know, right. or, you know, just whatever off the top of my dome. And so right. that's yeah, you're right on the money, man, and that's great. And I think. You know any coaches listening that still haven't found kind of that why yet? That's a pretty good why. So if, if you want, yeah. you can adopt that if you want. I, I yeah, can, take I, it. It'll, take, yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll bear fruit. I, I, I promise you that. Now I want to ask you because we're we're always teaching as, as coaches as leaders. We're always trying to teach and teach and teach. But the things that we learn, uh, you know, I think value the value of that. You know, even here again, wins and losses. You know, the wins yep. sometimes don't teach us as much as the the losses right. do. So I want to ask you, coach, what have you learned about yourself throughout your career?
0: Um, you know, the thing that I'm constantly learning um, is ironic is is that I, that I can learn more and more every year. You know, nice. I, I, I feel like at the end of every year, I'm like, Oh man, okay. Like, you know, I figured out this or, Hey, I got this. And then, you know, I'll get to the next year. Like, Oh man, I have no idea about that. Like, you know, and it's, it's something that it's humbling, um, but it's also exciting for me because I feel like every year, like, I'm continuing to learn and develop myself as a coach, and, you know, I never want to be satisfied with, oh, okay, like, I did this, or, you know, I got this, or we won this many games. It's, you know, like you said, the, the, the three years that I felt like I learned the most were our, our, my first three years at Drake, and, you know, we were losing you know and and we were losing a lot but it was like oh man like I can look back on those years now and apply things to what I'm doing right now here at Colorado State like hey no I just remember you know just we did this and this didn't work or you know we approached the team like this after a loss and you know that didn't really work and or, or we did something that that did work but you know it, that that's the thing that that I'm learning about myself and just about this profession, kind of in general. Like you can always you can always take in more. Like yeah. you can always have somebody else give you something. That's why you know I I listen to anybody. And my wife kind of says, like, "Hey, like you can't you can't always just take advice from anybody." And I'm like, man, <laughs> like I I I I like to just hey, like what do you think? Like you know, and I think Coach Medved is really. Instill that in me because if you go into one of our meetings, like he, he'll ask, uh, he'll ask the GA or the video coordinator before he asks one of the assistants. Hey, like, what do you think? Wow. you know, like, what do you think? You know, and it and it just gives it a different perspective of like, oh, okay, like yeah, you might have thought that, and I, and I was going into it thinking, yeah, I know the answer, I got this, 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 and they're like, and hey, no, and he's like, hmm. and I'm like, man, that's that's really interesting. Like I never thought about it like that, so. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm constantly learning, and that's something that, that I'm proud of, and, and something that like I'm embracing. Whereas, it's like, it's like, hey man, like nobody's got all the answers, so yeah. it's always going to be what What else can I learn that's new and innovative that can that can help me?
1: Yeah, no, and it, and it benefits you, benefits your wife, your kids, yep. benefits everybody in the long run. The fact that you're willing to keep learning that you're willing to to say you know what and be vulnerable in that as well to say I don't know right. but I'll go look right. for, I'll find somebody who does or I'll yeah. I'll look I'll google it if I have to whatever right. not don't trust wikipedia though cuz that right. you, can't, yeah, you yeah. can't source that okay <laughs> yeah you can't
0: trust that but but you,
1: but that whole idea of being a lifelong learner and for you know sure. constantly being a sponge and absorbing things and and you know to to that point about not taking advice from everybody you know, my dad taught me, he says, you know, you can learn something from, from everybody. And I said, really? How? Yep. He says, cause you can learn what to do and what not to do. Some people, yeah. they'll show you exactly what you don't want to become, what you don't want to <laughs> do. And I was exactly. like, oh, okay, okay. So hey, you know, yeah, perspective, man. And it's, and it's a beautiful thing because it makes life so much more fun. If you knew it all, man, you'd be a wreck. If any of us knew yeah, it exactly. all. exactly. And nobody would like us because nobody, likes nobody the, would
0: like yeah, you. Nobody yep. likes
1: the guy who thinks they know it all in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. No, that guy gets smacked, or should
0: get. <laughs> exactly.
1: G- <laughs> now, coach. My last question is always about legacy, and I know you still got a long ways to go. So, I'm not saying like, okay, well, let's let's figure this <laughs> out because you only got a couple years left. But I want to yeah. ask you kind of like to be to begin with the end in mind. In that, what would you want people to say of you when your career is all said and done?
0: That's a good question. Um, you know, I think. I think the biggest thing for me is is more important than my title as a coach, um, whether that's assistant, head coach, anything like that. Just want to be known as somebody that develop develop young people for for the betterment of of their future lives. Yeah, um, and you know, it's just like you said before. You know, I don't I don't want to just be like, hey, you know, that guy that he was good to this guy and they don't have any substance to what I taught them. I want them to be able to tell stories and, and things of substance to, to their kids and to their grandkids and stuff that will help them develop and help them be successful um, as future people in society. And I think that that, that would be great for me and my legacy as somebody that's just like, Hey man, let's do what I always cared about, you know, not only me on the basketball court, but off the court, just as importantly. And, you know, I can teach you something that he taught me that's still relevant to this day. And, you know, that, that would be great if I can instill those values in in the people that I'm coaching and interacting with on a daily basis.
1: Coach Blount. I really appreciate you, man. I really do appreciate your time. You taking the time and making the time to be with us here again. I know y'all play, y'all play play tonight. So I know you got to get keyed up and, and focused and, you know, just here again, happy to be a part of that process too. Like, man, this guy's taking time during this tournament. That's awesome, man. And then so I again truly great and grateful that you that you took the time.
0: Man, I appreciate you having me, Mike, man. It's been it's been great, man. And anyway I can spread my message and continue helping helping you guys out as well, man. That that greatly benefits me as well. And I I I'm just thankful for your time and consideration, man.
1: Likewise, man. I really, really, really do appreciate it.